thank you for tuning into Holistic Finance, where we promote financial balance and financial health. Our mission is to simplify your finances so you can focus on your practice and enjoy life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Holistic Finance. I'm your host, Ryan Burklow. Today, we've got a very special guest by the name of Dr. Michelle Simon. Uh, she is the current president and CEO of the Institute for Natural Medicine. And in addition to holding her naturopathic doctor from Vassar University, she also holds a PhD from biomedical, for biomedical engineering from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. So she probably loves Duke. Uh, she served on boards the American Association of Naturopaths, uh, the, the Naturopath Physicians Research Institute, and several other advisory boards. She served nine years on the Washington State Health Technology Clinical Community and is ambassador to the Academy of Integrative Health and Medicine. And in 2018, she was actually recognized as the AANP Physician of the Year. So she's very experienced and has plenty of work that she's doing for the community. So allow me to introduce Dr. Michelle Simon. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Ryan. I so appreciate your invitation to join you today. So you, you do love Duke, right? <laughs> well, you know, it's really funny because my <laughs> fellowship um, was at Duke. It was at the Duke Engineering Research Center. So my head divided loyalties, honestly. <laughs> That remain to this my, day. <laughs> my joke backfires. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Obviously, most of you know in the podcast, I'm a sports dork, so I had to throw in a little bit of the, the Duke uh, NC rivalry there, but uh, yeah. uh, I'm already mm-hmm. going down. I'm already going down rabbit trails here. So, <laughs> Dr. Simon, let, let's start it off with, and I always like to start off every interview with this question is, you know, how and why did you get into naturopathic medicine? Yeah, yeah, Ryan, we could, we could talk a lot about that, I'm sure. But um, suffice <laughs> it to say, <laughs> my background is engineering. I went to undergraduate uh, school for engineering, mechanical engineering. I've always been the kind of person who likes to understand how things work, why they work. And I, that drove me to going from mechanical engineering to biomedical engineering, which is applying engineering principles to the body. And yet still at that point, I found that I was kind of at the wrong end of medicine for me personally. I and mean, there's amazing stuff that's done these days by biomedical engineers. But what I was more interested in is like why people got to that point in their life and what, what they could have done decades earlier to not be uh, unhealthy and in the hospital and needing the kind of equipment that I was setting myself up to design. So it drove me to, to do some more exploration and actually a conversation with my great uncle Louie, who was, I think, 80 at the time and had known Dr. John Bastier. He turned me on to naturopathic medicine and said, hey, you know, you should check out these folks up there in Seattle at Bastier. And I had never heard of it before. Natural what? You know, and uh, I did check it out. And it turned out that that was exactly what I was looking for. I mean, I felt at home and in, in in an instant when I started to learn about it and I came to visit and I thought this is exactly what I want to do because it actually takes all the principles of engineering, which is uncovering what's going on with the body, what it's trying to do, respecting it for what it's trying to do and working in partnership with its, the body's own innate ability to heal. So it, it's 
for me, it's the perfect profession. I really do believe that it's, it's something that changes all the time as we learn new things. I practice very differently now than I did 10 years ago with the new evidence and research that we've discovered about the microbiome, for example. But um, so it's always changing and it always keeps me interested and I get bored quickly. So I, I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's amazing how uh, obviously with with technology and the different things that we're learning about, you know, the world and obviously the human body that that natural po approach and taking that holistic approach still we're learning you know what we should mm -hmm. and and should not be doing and it's you know it's kind of been in existence for a while now so it's amazing that it's still taking this long if you think about it yeah it's that's so true i mean you think about where where research is done and we in this profession we are not um I guess blessed to have a really deep research fund. So we don't have as much evidence as we will one day. You know, what I will say is the research and as it, as it does emerge, it continues to support the therapies that we've been practicing for, for decades. In fact, naturopathic medicine was licensed a hundred years ago, actually 101 years ago in Washington state. The profession's been around for quite some time, you know, and, and I'm just encouraged that as we learn more about for example, the microbiome, it underscores what we've been saying and knowing for years. Um, and I, I just think that's really exciting that we continue to learn more and, and it isn't changing the way we practice necessarily. Yeah. And, you know, providing that resource to the American public, well, just to the public in general, as well as being a resource for, for other naturopaths, um, you know, this is a, is a good kind of segue into, you know, why we wanted to have you on today is in, in regard to the, the Institute for Natural Medicine. So, you know, let, let's start with, you know, when that was founded. I know it's a not-for-profit, but, you know, what is, what is that for and what's, what's the, the purpose of that? Yeah, sure. Great question. So, the Institute for Natural Medicine, or as we call it, the INM, was founded a little over 20 years ago, actually 1994. Three, and it was founded by four folks. It's like a leadership core of naturopathic physicians. So Jim Sensenig, Harry Swope, Wally Fassler, and Bob Timberlake. And they really saw that we needed a fundraising arm in our profession. And that was just over 20 years ago. It has started, it did a lot of great things in the beginning, and it still continues to. But one of the things that we did was we helped to establish the American Association of Accredited naturopathic medical colleges as an independent organization. It was really important in key efforts in obtaining licensure for naturopathic doctors in California. Um, through the John Bastier Fund, we have supported clinical research and uh, fellowships. And now we have a residency program with close to 20 residents in like two years of existence, really. We support um, lots of stuff, which is mainly campaign for naturopathic medicine to do education to the public about naturopathic medicine. So really to seed the information on the internet with correct and reliable information about naturopathic physicians. So that's one of the things that I'm, I'm just really the most proud of is that we, we've produced over, I think it's over 60 now articles and what we call FAQs, which are in-depth uh, informational pieces about the profession. So how we're licensed, how we practice, how we're educated, how to, how we work in integrative care settings, for example, and, and how we might approach conditions like hypothyroidism. So it's really to help the public understand more about who we are 
And then we also have a Find a Doctor website. So we link up interested potential patients with doctors in their area. You bring up a, a huge um, a huge piece when it comes to naturopathic medicine, and I'll kind of give my personal story um, to to kind of bring this to light. You know, before um, I had my son who had a stroke in utero, um, if someone had told me you should go see a naturopathic doctor, right away the stereotype in my head is like, I don't know if you ever saw the Friends episode where there's this like guru who's rubbing stuff on Ross, uh, I'm not a Friends <laughs> fan to begin with, but he's yeah. rubbing stuff on, on Ross know. Geller. And, um, right, and like just that stereotype or this like potent that he was using it was was what I thought of. And so had this, had my son not been born, um, with stroke and then had several things not lined up. I'm not sure I would have ever really gotten introduced to naturopathic medicine. And I know it's becoming more and more popular, but why is that stereotype out there? Yeah, that's, it's interesting. Even when I first learned about it, I, I didn't know. And I jumped to conclusions too. And one of the most common ones is that we're homeopaths. I hear that all the time. Oh, are you a homeopath? Right. Like, mm. No, actually not. Homeopathy is a modality. There are people who do that only, but naturopathic medicine is much more broad than that. We are primary care physicians. So in my state, for example, I can serve as a primary care physician for folks that I've seen for, you know, over 20 years in practice now. And that is because we have a four-year postgraduate education. It's quite broad in scope. We learn that a lot of the conventional Stuff. So physiology, anatomy, all of that, um, pharmaceuticals. But in addition, we also learn botanical medicine and homeopathy and you know, manipulation therapies. So it's just it's it's quite broad ranging. But we're educated and trained to diagnose, prevent, and treat acute and chronic illnesses. Really, just as a primary care doctor should. But we also recognize that optimal health is achieved by supporting a person's inherent self-healing processes. Rather than addressing symptoms or kind of medicating symptoms, what we do is try to under uncover the underlying cause of the illness and develop a real personalized treatment plan for that individual at their point in time. So we, we've taken a therapeutic order approach, which, which means we prioritize lower force interventions and then ascend as we need and i think that you know when i sit on a plane and i explain to somebody what i do which you know everybody does when you're stuck on a plane somewhere and going somewhere with right. somebody that you don't know for two hours or whatever um, <laughs> if i explain you know, what a naturopathic doctor is invariably they want to see one at the end of that conversation because who wouldn't want someone who is educated in the conventional therapies, so pharmaceutical approaches and all of that diagnosis and treatment, but in addition, also has a skill set that allows you to avail yourself of botanical medicine, lifestyle, nutrition, all of that kind of stuff, which you know inherently is an important part of health. If you can start with those things, you can often minimize the need for pharmaceutical interventions, which is really the goal. And I, and I, would, I would say that our healthcare system would benefit from this approach overall. So kind of turning the therapeutic order of our conventional system on its head versus starting with a medication 
let's start with diet, lifestyle, nutrition whenever it's possible. It isn't always possible, but I would say most of the time it ought to be considered, and it is not, unfortunately. And we could really turn things around in this country if we did that, if we recognized the cost benefit of that to our healthcare system. When we think about how many folks are suffering from lifestyle preventable chronic diseases like diabetes. One in three people born this year is going to have diabetes in our country. We deserve better than that. It, it's funny you bring, you know, that um, the conversation you have on planes, right? Like you're 100% right. As soon as I had a conversation with someone that was a, a naturopath and, and went to school and had the extra four years and I started having that conversation, I'm like, okay, why didn't I know about this? Why isn't this integrated into the, the system that I was just going through to help my son? And mm. Like to your mm. point, as you explain it, it's kind of like, well, that makes complete sense. So yeah, let, let's talk further, right? It, it, there's nothing mm. guru-y about it. And, and maybe that's the wrong word. I just, the Friends episode is always in the back of my mind, but it, it's all about this holistic approach to your health. And it starts with obviously what you're putting in your body. Are you exercising and, and starting with you know, more of the root cause and the foundation of, it, of everything? Well, why doesn't, why don't we all start there? I mean, that, that is with almost everything we do in life almost. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I mean, it's common sense care, you know. I mean, the profession is small, I will say, relative to the conventional medical doctor system. And but we need us we need all of us. You know, I believe that yeah. the future is really about integrative teams helping people get better. So there's no one profession that has all the answers. And if I get in an accident, I want to go straight to a trauma center, I want to be cared for with, you know, the, the best medical science and the technology available. But that hopefully right. isn't where we start with our folks who have, you know, heart disease. <laughs> Let's have them see folks who can help them with their diet, lifestyle, nutrition first before we get to, you know, the higher interventions. You know, as a profession, we are licensed in just over 22 states and territories now, which is, is not all of the states that are available. And, and of those 22, we aren't necessarily primary care provider status in all of those states. So taking insurance and serving on the front lines in medicine, which we are in in many states like we are in Washington here. So we have a lot of work to do, and that's part of why the INM is, um, is in existence, is really to help advance the correct knowledge about naturopathic medicine and, and try to dissuade some of those misconceptions that you spoke to earlier. You know, that in some states, you can call yourself a naturopathic doctor when you haven't gone to a four-year accredited school and actually have a license. And that is a problem. It's something we need to work against so that we can um, get the correct information out there. If you want to see a naturopathic doctor, you should make sure that they are licensed and accredited and they haven't just sort of self-labeled themselves that because there isn't a license in that state that they're in. So that's part of the education we're bringing out as well. We have a long way to go, you know, but if anybody's interested in helping us, we are, we're here, naturopathic.org. That's our website. <laughs> yeah, it's, and I know that you, uh, you all have helped. I mean, I've read several pieces uh, really help push your your career and and your profession uh, in, into the public's eye. And I know it's gaining traction because I'm hearing about it more and more out there. Um, mm -hmm. it, what else can your profession do? Um, like if I'm if I'm an naturopath right now, or if I'm a, maybe an, I'm, I'm a student right now and I'm going going to school. 
what mm -hmm. else can I do to, to help the profession? Uh, what a great question. Yeah, so we've got lots of ways that people can engage with the activities that we have. I would say the, the number one for a naturopathic doctor is to become an INM ambassador. This is a program that's led by Dr. Griffin McMath. She's our community relations manager. And the ambassador program takes people through a sequential process of learning how to present and how to be an ambassador to the public for our profession. So you might start with just social media posting, and then you might start to write an article. You might do some live on-air interviews. You might actually, you know, do some, some video in a, um, a live setting with a maybe unfriendly host, for example. That'd be the top level of ambassadorship. You know, so we're taking right. people through this process so we can actually get them out there into the public doing the work that we need everyone to do, which is to promote the profession. So that's one idea. So become an ambassador. You can write right. for us. We have, um, we have a, lots of ability or, to post people's stories and to get them out there and, and put them um, on a, a platform that gets lots of eyeballs on them. We have webinars that we do. So, you know, we'd like subject matter experts to join us on those. We actually did a, a series a couple weeks ago with uh, eight naturopathic doctors over two weeks talking about increasing your immune resilience in this face of the COVID-19 uh, pandemic that we're all kind of grappling with right now, we wanted to really get some information out to the public about how they can empower themselves to be healthier. So to increase their immune system's ability to, to ward off anything, not just uh, you know, the current virus, but all viruses, right? So we, it's not just about what the agent is and socially distancing yourself, it's also about the terrain of your body and your immune system's ability to deal with whatever uh, thing it's facing. So we want to help people understand how to do that, to empower them so that so, you know, just staying at home and locking yourself down isn't the only solution to this. We want to make sure that there's other options for folks. So, so we have educational webinars that people could join us for. And if you have um, a specialty, let me know. and I'd be happy to get you uh, on air in one of our upcoming um, webinars. We also are doing PR in certain states, helping state associations in whatever stage of readiness they're at to um, achieve licensure. So the AANP, or the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians, spearheads those licensure efforts. And what we do is we support them under their guidance in helping PR in those particular states that are looking to advance their either advanced scope or become licensed to begin with. So we've got lots of opportunities to, to help us partner with state associations to join um, the AANP in advancing licensure there. So uh, those, those are some opportunities. We have residency program as well, which I can talk about. Um, it's mostly in the state of Washington right now, but we do have new sites in California and in Vermont. Uh, so we're expanding that nationally as well. So there's lots of opportunities. Yeah, reach out. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at your website as we speak right now, and I'm seeing a bunch of different things that you are all have done and are continuing to do. So we're going to put that yeah. the website in the show notes. So I encourage everyone listening to, to go to check out the site to, to make sure that you see everything that they're, they're doing for you. And if this is, you know, if this is having, you know, poking at you a little bit where maybe you want to help. Um, you know, this, you know, Dr. Simon's definitely a, a resource and this website is a huge resource for that. Um, so make sure you check that out. 
Dr. Simon, I know there's one other resource that you're you're helping in, in the COVID um, area right now that I just saw a social media uh, post about. Can you can you speak into that a little bit? Um, are you talking about the the resilience page that we put up? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. So sorry. So yeah, yeah. It follows up from what I was saying earlier about the webinars that we put up. We had you know speakers such as Peter Diadamo, Lise Alshuler, mm. um, Kurt Bile. Uh, Paul Anderson, Heather's Wiki. So a few folks that spoke about immune resilience and we've got their webinars posted. And additionally, there's some, some other resources that they forward with us and some Q and A's that happened out of that. We had thousands of people watch these webinars. It was really well uh, attended and then rewatched again. <laughs> it was really cool that people were so interested in the information. And so we've, we have a re resource page that we've started for folks to uh, to attend, I'll, I'll put the link in there for you so you can uh, share that with folks also. Love it, love it. So we'll put that in link in there. You know, um, you know, these are definitely trying times for everybody right now. So you know, make we want to be a, a resource, at least from a holistic finance standpoint, we want to be resource for for you all. And then obviously, uh, you know, Dr. Simon and, and everything that you're doing. Thank you so much for what you're doing for your profession and your community. It's you know, you and I've had. A couple conversations uh, via via email and, and and then I was on the phone and I'm not sure I thanked you enough so thank you for everything you're doing for for the community I I appreciate it because it's affected my life personally. Oh, thank you, Ryan. I really appreciate the opportunity and what you're doing here to help us get the word out and for all of the podcasts that you've done that I've listened to a few of them they're really great and then thank you for the resources that you're providing for folks as well. Anything I can do so. Um, for those of you listening, feel free to, to reach out to us if, if you have any questions. And as always, uh, make it a great day. Thanks, Dr. Simon. Yep. Thank you, Ryan. Bye-bye. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Quantified Financial Partners, and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ 333 North Indian Boulevard, Claremont, California, 91711, 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, member FEMRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Number 2020 100 Expiration April 2022.